As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hey, Monica. You are listening to Dear Progressor, a monthly episode full of notes from your fellow progressors of the About Progress community. I am so overjoyed to bring you this episode. It feels extra special. Not only is it the final episode of 2021, but it's filled with voices of this community, a community that I think is irreplaceable and so unique. I haven't seen it anywhere else online. And it's a credit to every single one of you who are listening to the show and contributing in every way you can and in any way you can, whether that's just listening or it's sharing the show or it's commenting on posts or emailing me or messaging me or leaving reviews or calling in to share your voice. I hope you know that your voice always matters, not only in your in your own home and your communities, but here it matters to me and it matters to the other women who are part of this community. For this Dear Progressor episode, I gave a prompt to our community and the prompt was what I learned in 2021. We are going to hear from several incredible progressors. And as you listen, I hope that you're able to take what they learned and apply it to your own life. To start, I'm going to briefly share what I learned this year, and I think I can sum it up in just one phrase, face your fears. 2021 was a rough year for me and my family for many reasons. And I'm sure many of you feel the same way that 2021 seemed to blend with 2020 for me. It's really hard for me to differentiate what happened in which year, even down to which books I read in what year. Um, But, you know, regardless of that, it was just a really tough year. And um, I'll share one of the lows for me was just my own battles over trying to decide if I was going to continue podcasting or not. I'll save you all the drama about why that was and what was going on. But the nutshell is, is the summer I took a break and um, I wasn't sure if I was coming back. There were a lot of strings, like a, a huge string of disappointments with the show and with the business side of it that I had to kind of face what those were and my part in them and the fears of it not you know, this not being a podcast that needed to be around anymore, maybe for the people who are listening, but also for me and for my my family. And I had a lot of fears about that because I have devoted so much time and passion and money to the show for almost five years at that point and now past it at this point that I, I was forced during those two months to, uh, to face my fears about failure 
about stopping something and what that would mean about me and my identity. I had to face my fears of being an anonymous person. Like, what would my life mean if I'm not speaking to people who are listening? Like, it it had so many multi-dimensions to it, these fears, that two months I truly went to the depths of them and had to face them. And one turning point for me was that I had to face my fears of, you know, what could be next. And what helped me shift a lot was giving myself permission to do other things. So at one point, I just allowed the ideas to flow inside me of what could be next, whether it was, you know, becoming a gardener in my home and not doing anything online or anything business at all, or going back to school and teaching and teaching high school English again in history, or going to law school or going to take art lessons. I like the list kind of went on and it was fun to explore that and it helped me better be equipped to face my other fears behind potentially stopping the show. And because I was able to process those two, I really came back to where I started knowing that this is where I want to be right now and how I want to contribute. So that was one way I had to face my fears. And alongside that, it identity was a big central point to that of knowing who I am, no matter what happens to the show, do I know who I am? Another part of facing my fears has come up with aging. Like I said, it's been a tough, tough uh, couple of years, right, for all of us. And my face really began to show it, especially this year. And I have been shocked (laughs) with how much this has affected me. Someone who is all about bracing imperfection and, and body positivity. And, you know, I can talk the talk, but this has really forced me to walk the walk. I did a post on this uh, on Instagram the past week that was a little vulnerable for me to do because I thought people would think I'm hypocritical for struggling with aging when I'm all about imperfection, embracing that. But it was instead a really wonderful way for us to join together and say, wow, we are all struggling with this and we all come from different backgrounds. We're all doing different things about it. Um, But even those comments from the community helped me get recentered in my identity again, to know who I am and what I value and what I want big picture and how that can help me determine what I am going to do or not going to do about preserving my youth. Um, So I'm still in the middle of that, but facing my fears around aging and what that will mean to be a person who is aging um, is something that I'm working through right now. So I've learned it's good to face those fears and to get really real about your identity. So that's it for me. I hope that was okay for me to share my own personal take. And now let's listen. Let's listen to the other women from this community who really this community is all about. It's all about you. All year long, I have been learning and trying to remember that there is room for both. And what I mean by that is that there is room for good and hard. There's room for messy and tidy. And that my success doesn't depend on everything going well. That things going well doesn't mean I'm doing it right. And running into roadblocks and bumps in the road doesn't mean that I'm doing it wrong. But instead, there is room for both. And there's room for for both sides of me, all the sides of me, that I can be imperfect and messy and wonderful and bright and loved all at the same time. Thank you. 
Hi, Monica. This is Amy from Utah. You know the quote by Albert Einstein that says insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results? Well, I've come to realize I needed to come up with a plan to end my mom burnout. The same thing happened over and over again, whereas by the end of the day, I was having a hard time doing anything because I've done everything by myself all day long. I wanted to be the fun mom with lots of time to spend with her kids, but I feel like I'd always been just drowning in housework and prioritizing that. I realized I needed to switch up my priorities. Rather than spending my time after school micromanaging my kids' homework and cleaning for hours after school, I realized I could instead tell them to get done what they can in a set time period, and then we do a group cleanup for 10 to 15 minutes, and I let them be the runners around the house to put things back in their places. I came up with a reward that will motivate everyone, including me, more family playtime. Whether it's doing a maker box, science experiment, snuggling while watching a movie, reading books together, or playing a card or board game, it helps to create the vibe and the togetherness I've been looking to establish all along. My house may not be perfectly clean, and my kids may not get all their homework done, but the important stuff happens after a quick family pickup. And I get what I wanted more than just a perfectly clean house. I get more time enjoying being with my family. Thanks, Monica, for helping me determine my goals for what I really want most. Hi, this is Jessica from California, and I wanted to share what I learned in 2021. I think the biggest thing that I learned was I get to decide what matters most in my life. And that sounds so silly and so simple and so like a no-brainer, but really what the pandemic showed me when involuntarily everything was stripped away was that when we had the opportunity to add things back in, I was way more intentional than I had been previously about what I said yes to and what I say no to. And for every yes, you're saying no to something else. And for every no, you're able to introduce something. Or, <clears throat> and I think that is such a beautiful concept. I had a baby this year as well. And so being able to strip back things to the bare bones and to only prioritize the things that are most important to me my calendar literally looks wide open because I'm filling my days with things that don't necessarily need to be scheduled in, but it's a matter of being present, being available, and I've been able to say yes to some last-minute invitations from friends and things like that, and that has felt so good to me this year. So 2021, I'm so grateful to have intentionally added in the things that matter most to me, and I'm excited for 2022. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Monica. This is Cheryl. The thing that I have learned the most in 2021 is to let go of expectations. 
and to just focus on the what is. And that goes for my relationships, to drop my agenda for my family, for my loved ones, and just focus on my connection and my relationships with them, to drop my expectations of what life should look like and just embrace it for where we are at, to drop a lot of agendas and expectations on myself and to just embrace who I am and where I'm at. Um, for me, life goes so much smoother. I love myself more. I love my people more when I can let go and drop those expectations. Hi, Monica. This is Nishi. Um, so in thinking back at this year as a whole, one of the things that I've learned is endurance and not the physical strength kind. I'm talking about mental endurance. Um, there have been major goals that did not happen this year, and even though I um, probably could have found a way to make it happen, um, I realized that waiting until next year would have been better. Not to say that um, I've been sitting around waiting. Um, it's quite opposite, actually. <laughs> I've been working really hard, too hard sometimes, and it can be difficult to stop, you know, when you just want to be productive, right, and just keep going. Um, but, you know, I've learned to be patient and to step back. And so that means I have to start back up again, right? And so I did this over and over, stopping and starting back up, picking up where I left off, and then doing this consistently. Um, even though, like, it all seemed mundane, like on a daily level, just looking back, I can see that I've made major progress, like as a whole. So um, doing that has, has been helpful to stopping and continuing, getting like a fresh um, idea and stuff. So it makes my project even better. So it's worth waiting till next year for this. Um, but yes, lots of endurance. Um, and then um, and patience. So going along with that, um, endurance and patience and I just you know learned to just get better at embracing the present moment um, listening to what is needed at the time and to do this um, I've noticed that I've been anchoring into my values um, especially since you know especially if it's a difficult situation so being anchored in my values helps me get through it and it actually helps me decide if it's even worth embracing, um, you know, and I have to be flexible, you know, in my plans when doing this, which for me is a very, very hard thing to do. Um, so knowing my bigger picture and my values has kept me grounded <clears throat> when I had to change uh, plans. Um, and then I really like to mention um, this last thing, um, you know, in 2021 and actually, you know, starting at the end of 2020, um, something that I've been working on or and have learned is how to put my mental health first. Um, and it's by, you know, giving myself grace and I've learned to, to say no more. Um, so I've been reminding myself that um, I'm already enough to give myself space and give myself Great, and it's all for my mental health. Um, I have been dealing with grief for about six years now, and not exactly in healthy ways. But for the last, you know, year and a half, I've brought 
everything um, I felt onto the table and simply validating it, you know. Um, and because of this, there's been, you know, movement in my mental state rather than feeling stuck in my grief all the time. So that's why I've had to say no to a lot of things this year and even to my kids who are now old enough to know the reason why. Um, so, yeah. Those are pretty much some major things that I've learned to do this year or gotten better at doing. Um, thank you. Thank you, Monica, for this space to share my thoughts on um, just how this whole year has been. So thank you. Bye. Hi. 2021 has taught me how to be closer to God how to be kinder and more gentle to myself and to others, uh, to give more grace to others and to myself. It's taught me how to hone in on important things in my life, which, of course, is my family. 2021 has taught me how to deeply breathe and to breathe some more. And I think the final thing, well, and I'm still learning because it's still 2021 for a brief moment. <laughs> But the last thing that it has taught me is it's reminded me that we are all just walking each other home and that we're just all important. So thank you for this chance to speak my words. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Monica. I just wanted to share just a couple simple things that 2021 taught me. Um, I joined a program this year, like a fitness program, and it was a really excellent program. And what I loved about it is that it focused a lot on uh, mindset work and changing, like not changing, but taking charge of your life and creating the life that you actually want instead of letting life just happen to you and being more intentional and the choices that you make. And I think this year through trying out new ways of approaching goals and, and taking even smaller steps to make progress that I learned even more clearly the value of taking small steps to change and trying to break things down into as small of pieces as possible and just working on that one piece at once and when I master it, move on to the next one and just keep going. And I've also learned a lot about the power of reflecting and thinking deeper about why does this thought keep coming up in my brain like maybe I'm telling myself I'm not strong or that's too hard for me and just thinking deeper about why is this hard for me? Why is this a story that I'm letting myself believe and thinking about different stories I can tell myself instead and working through those thoughts and just bringing them to consciousness and helping myself to learn that just because a thought is coming to my head doesn't make it true. And um, I've learned to question those thoughts more and um, notice them more which makes it easier to question them. And so um, I guess for me, in a nutshell, 2021 has been a year of just learning to pay better attention to my thoughts and work on telling my, fixing the stories that I've been 
telling myself and believing myself, believing for years. And so, um, so yeah, and learning that progress, small progress really does add up. I know that I understood that before, but I feel like this year I've actually understood how to apply that more in my life. Hi, Monica. This is Katie from Albany, New York. Something I've learned in 2021 is something you shared in the podcast a few times to focus on how we want something to feel. I recently celebrated a birthday, and in the days leading up to it, my husband kept asking me what I wanted to do. I felt paralyzed and frustrated by that decision, believing that no matter what I chose, the day would be let down. Over the last several years, I have found myself setting very high expectations for days like Mother's Day and my birthday, determined to make the most of a day centered on what I want. Yet there never seemed to be enough time to do all that I wanted to do, and things like a family walk would be punctuated by my kids' gripes. But on this birthday, I remembered the advice to focus on how I wanted it to feel, and what I wanted most was to feel relaxed. With that in mind, I picked one thing to do for myself, by myself, lowered my expectations for how well-behaved my children would be so that I could enjoy my time with them without becoming easily frustrated, and decided to play the rest of the day by ear instead of creating unnecessary stress by planning things out. It worked like a charm. It was a great birthday. I love how simple this tool is and how it releases some of the angst around decision-making. Instead of fretting over finding the quote-unquote perfect way, I can recognize that there are many possible paths to get me to the feeling that I want. Thank you for sharing this tool. Happy New Year. Thank you again to every single woman who contributed to the show today. I am so honored that you would take the time to share your voice on the show. Now, we only do Dear Progressors now two or three times a year, and they're so special. But I also want to remind you that you always have the opportunity to have your voice on the show. I really want you to call in to share a problem you're, you're facing, a scenario you're struggling with, anything that you need my help with. And that way I can answer your, uh, your, your questions live on the show. I guess not technically live, but on the podcast. So to share your voice in that way, we want to hear from you. Go to aboutprogress.com slash call in. And that way we can have real voices on the show every single t- episode. That's my goal for 2022. Speaking of 2022, we are not going to have any episodes the next two weeks. We're going to take a two week break and we will see you the first Monday in January. I so appreciate all that you do to support this community. Thank you, my friends. Now go and do something with what you learned today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.